0: Hey folks, I'm Tom. And I'm Vince. Welcome to Friday Night Beer is a show where two guys who know too much about pop culture and not enough about beer try some beers and explain them in a way that you may understand.
1: But that you probably won't, and it'll only make sense to us. Either way, we hope you'll be entertained. We certainly are. I'm always entertained, Tom.
0: <laughs> it doesn't take much, but we try. No, I, w- I
1: wish it took more sometimes. <laughs> yeah,
0: the bar uh, could be higher, but also I'm I'm glad it's not too high, you know.
1: It's a hard life when you've got a high bar for enjoyment.
0: Yeah, it is. We, and we do not. And we thank you all for joining us um, here in audio platform uh, known as podcasting. You know, some may say that uh, we have a sunny disposition.
1: Man. <laughs> didn't see it coming. Yeah. It was I, I, me in the face and, and I didn't see it coming.
0: I wonder why. You know what? I'll just say it. Today we were drinking a beer that's called sunny.
1: But it's not sunny like the sun up there, it's sunny like uh the Adam Sandler character yeah. from Big Daddy.
0: Yeah, or just say, Come
1: here, Sonny Jim. <laughs> or or if you if you do watch uh <laughs> if you do watch billions, uh yes. the weird relationship between Chuck and his dad.
0: Yeah, also one of the kids in The Godfather goes by, by Sonny as well, so
1: it's just a good Italian name. It's also a great name for a bulldog. Yeah which brings me to the company that brews this bold dog beer company ah
0: it's you got another play on words a beautiful
1: play on words what's interesting about this one tom is that they are obsessed with bulldogs much like myself the animal the animals yeah, what, like the, what else would it be?
0: Well, you know, we're, the name of the company is Bold
1: Dog, but... The, <laughs> They're obsessed <yes>. with themselves. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. We know what that's like, yeah. Um, anyways, this is the, the, entire, the entire, I guess, impetus for this was, at least the naming, was their bulldog who was named Beefy. Oh, great name for a bulldog! So I'm, I'm, I haven't seen it yet, but I've got to imagine there's a bulldog out there that is named Beefy. Sunny, however, is a sunflower seed Hellas lager. Wow, we haven't done one of those. No, we have not, and I can tell you a little bit about Hellas, but not too much. Basically. You know the the basically the basics. Yeah, it's from the southern part of Germany, and from what I understand, it is when you see all those movies and you think Oktoberfest and the beer halls with the gigantic casks and kegs uh, and the liquid that's gold that's pouring sure. out of it and into Germans' mouths. This is what they're talking about.
0: Got it. So uh, this could be some of the stuff that uh, Will Forte's team was chugging in Beer Fest, is that?
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know if it'd be that good.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, also, we should mention this is a Chicago-based uh, brewery. And uh, also, shout out to my cousin Melissa, who once owned a bulldog named uh, Buttkiss. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Like the football player, yes. not the heinous act
0: yes yeah (laughs) well that's a very different kind of butt
1: butt kiss we're just full of puns today you're talking about butt (laughs) kissing i'll never forget uh baby rump kisser can you tell me what movie that's from i definitely cannot no Uh, well i little rascals i got it ah okay yeah and generally don't want to
0: be known as a, a butt kisser um, but is there anything else we should know about this uh, this company or this beer?
1: It's really... So I, I think outside of the fact that they, they love Bulldogs, uh, it's a husband and wife that started this. They they didn't start it as a husband and wife. They spent some time with uh, our friends at Lake Effect Brewing to learn a little bit about production, brewing, and selling craft beer. Cool. And they are... They don't have their own space, but they are one of four breweries available at a very cool place called District Brew Yards over in Westtown in Chicago. You know, I've heard a lot about this place, but I, I haven't been yet. It's very cool. It's one of those trends where uh, you, you pour yourself.
0: Oh, yes. it's. Uh, I've been to a place it's a like that self-serve, like
1: Tapster is the other one. Yeah.
0: Tapster was, uh, uh, my bill at Tapster was pretty expensive, and I only had one beer, so.
1: Yeah, it's going to, it'll get you right there. What they do is they charge by the ounce, and yeah. It's just like you know when you used to go to Chuck E. Cheese and they'd make you turn your dollars into little tokens, <laughs> yeah, so that you forget you're spending money. It's the same concept. You for, you forget how much you're spending. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But good, yeah, good
0: throwback reference. Uh, thank you.
1: Well, I think uh, I think we should just try
0: these. Let's and get crack it. Yeah, get cracking. All right. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Oh yeah. Oh hello. Yeah, well, it came out kind of splashy. Take a little. Okay. It smells like a German beer. It does. It does smell very. Right away.
0: It's pretty smooth. Yeah, the old aftertaste is interesting. It's beery. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very quick dissipating flavor for me. It
1: was like, you know, it was a lot of like, I, I almost want to say citrusy, even though I know it's not. I taste the sunflower seeds on the back of my tongue now. It's like I just ate three or four sunflower seeds and spit them out. Is it possible to
0: think of sunflower seeds and not think about playing baseball? Because for me, it is absolutely
1: not. I don't think so. I don't know what else you'd use sunflower seeds for. i maybe squeeze the oil out of it. It's one of those things that you can get oil out of now. (laughs) Probably milk too. Yeah, I'm
0: sure there's a CBD version of it as well, but... Yeah, I mean, when I when I saw sunflower, I immediately was taken back to you know my childhood days of going to Indian Gardens where we played uh, baseball and everybody just had a bag of different flavors of sunflower seeds and just you're just spitting basically all day long.
1: David's sunflower seeds was that the brand?
0: Um I remember the the brand was like it had like a red. And yep, that's David's. That's David. That's okay. David's.
1: I'm pretty sure it's David's. I might be yeah. making that up. But that
0: and also Big, Big Lee, Lee Chew. Chew. Ah! yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like you had a similar experience. Well, I think
1: there. since we're you're absolutely right. I have that taste of when I was in the dugout wearing my purple Farmington South uniform because I was the Devil Rays, but. They were too cheap to actually get like uniforms oh. with the logo, so you only got the hat and then a did color.
0: You, did your league also just make everybody like pro teams? Yes. Okay, we did yes. the same exact thing,
1: and somehow got away with it. I'm not 100. percent Do you sure remember how.
0: all the pro teams you were on from like that time period?
1: Um, I can. I remember a bunch of them. I was the Royals more than once. Yeah. Uh, I was the Devil Rays. I remember always wanting to be the Tigers. <laughs> Because they were my hometown team, yeah. which is strange. Because the Tigers were awful <laughs> Wasn't when I was growing up and playing baseball. One of the years they
0: lost 123 games.
1: I don't. I blacked that memory <laughs> out. I, there's a quick story about that. About that, what the game was like, you know, back then for us. My three brothers and our friend Patrick, and then my dad and his dad all yeah. went to the Tigers game. We were sitting third baseline, great seats. And my dad says, I look over in the fifth or sixth inning the game was already out of reach yeah and i see my kids and their buddy finding inventive ways to crack peanuts over their head his dad ken has the new york times open and is reading it and then the highlight of the game was someone in the seventh or eighth inning got so bored they literally jumped over the outfield wall and started sprinting around the outfield <laughs> and that was tigers baseball circa 2001 2002 almost everything about that
0: sentence would not happen anymore most notably someone reading a full newspaper
1: i i thought you were gonna say most notably fans on the field again another another detroit sports team ruined that for everybody
0: <laughs> yeah yeah fans on the field has been ruined but This actually brings us to a good pop culture
1: conversation. What are your favorite baseball movies? Dude, The Sandlot. The Sandlot is number one. I think Angels in the Outfield is, I don't think it holds up. I mean, listen, Danny Glover is a classic. I also have a huge vendetta against Joseph Gordon-Levitt that now, (laughs) like. Is it worse than David Schwimmer, though? It's. It, it, I've tweeted about this one. David Schwimmer, I've kept it. David Schwimmer is such a... I, I can't do it right I now. Won't,
0: I won't let you go that path. But yeah.
1: essentially, I started hating Joseph Gordon-Levitt when he was in everything for no reason. I think we've had this conversation. Yes. And now I retroactively don't like anything he did as a kid, which is unfortunate.
0: Yeah. Well, I haven't seen Angels in the Outfield, but I agree. Sandlot is definitely in the Hall of Fame of baseball movies.
1: I bet you're a big fan of... Uh... What's the one where the kid Henry? Oh, the rookie. The R- rookie, of the, rookie of the year. The year. The rookie is phenomenal.
0: The rookie is solid as well. Dennis Quaid plays a, a much too old rookie. Oh who yeah. Plays for the. They were still the Devil Rays in that movie as yes, well. Yes, that's yeah. a true story. Yeah. Um. I don't actually know if I've seen all of Rookie of the Year, and I definitely, as a kid, didn't like it because I was not a fan of the Cubs. But I was gonna say a newer one that is. It's it's about baseball, but it's definitely you know more of a spiritual sequel to Dazed and Confused. Have you seen Everybody Wants Some? Yes,
1: I saw it in a theater with actually our friend John Polking. Oh, shout out! He's yeah. a
0: good listener. Good good guy. Is it, that's a Linklater? <clears throat> it's Richard Linklater. Yeah. Which
1: like I can't possibly think of a more memorable and at the same time unfortunate name than Richard Linklater. <laughs>
0: Like, in the sense, like, oh, I'll meet up with you at some point, but I won't link. No, 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 in the disgusting (laughs) sense. Okay, got it. (laughs) I was trying to be generous, but... um, Yeah, for those who haven't seen the movie, it's about a college baseball team in the 80s, and they basically the entire movie is just them, like, screwing around and, and partying. But it kind of subverts the tropes of movies like that, where instead of, like, them clashing with different stereotypical groups... It's like any time they meet up with someone, they're just like, you know, friendly to them and they all seem to get along. Yeah. And it's kind of just like a great hang of a movie.
1: It really is. What's the quote from the guy? He, It's the first time I had heard it. Uh, apparently, I, I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, yeah. but somebody has to leave the team yeah. for undisclosed reasons. They're disclosed in the movie. But he says, not here for a long time, here for a for good, good time. time. And yep. that should basically be the tagline for the movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and the reason I was thinking of that is like this beer is it's pretty smooth. There's nothing like you're not really thinking too much about what's in it like a lot of the other
1: beers we have and it's just like it's putting me in a good mood. So, to go off of that, first of all, I can't stop drinking it. Yeah, I I've, don't know why, but I just can't stop. I've, every single time I stop talking, I'm not even listening to you. I'm just drinking. I can't yeah, help it.
0: I'm almost like halfway done it's, already. It's,
1: <laughs> it's an incredibly, possibly the most crushable beer we've had in quite some time on this show.
0: Yeah, and I think this is like, ironically, would be perfect for like a ball game, you know? Yeah. You go, you go to a, a ballpark of your choice or even a minor league game or You know, maybe even you're sneaking some of your kids' games. This would be good to throw in a
1: cooler. Yeah, maybe, you know, cover it up, but... Yeah, well, you don't want everybody to Switch the labels. Yeah. But anyways, I think what you're saying is you're not thinking too much about what's in it. Yeah. And you're right about that. I keep forgetting that there's Sunflower in there until the very end, and I'm just reminded. When's the last time... Let's go with baseball movies right now. I don't know how many you've seen, but... When's the last time you just enjoyed a movie and didn't think about, oh, this person's in that? Oh, Joseph Gordon Levin's in it. Levitt's in it, you know? Yeah, well, I actually
0: had that experience watching Everybody Wants Some because there's a lot of people who I didn't know prior to that movie. And it's not a cast of, like, super ultra famous people.
1: But you also, I'm looking for you also don't care. Like, I remember looking, every time I watch a movie, I'm like, who is that? I got to find out who that is afterwards, you know? Well, it's been a it's been a
0: while because I unfortunately am one of those people that like as soon as a movie comes up, I'm like I got to go to Wikipedia and see like who directed this and when it came out. But yeah,
1: um, well, I can tell you yeah. what, what mine is because it is baseball related, yeah. and it might be just because I waited so long to see it, but it's Field of Dreams. <laughs> okay, yeah.
0: So uh, Kevin Costner, and I knew James Kevin Earl Costner, Jones.
1: and I knew he was in it, and I knew like I, I even James Earl Jones, like somewhere along the line. Yeah. That had been drilled into me that he's also in that. Which, by the way, that guy's in Star Wars and baseball movies. That's all he does. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Um, I can't think. I
1: know he was in a play
0: once, but you know, I never saw it.
1: That makes sense. Yeah.
0: Um, Before we go any further, let's try this out of the glass. Yeah. Don't know. I don't know what's going to happen out of the glass. Um, I imagine it's going to taste pretty similar, but you know. We do that on this show. For those who are still unaware, um, sometimes we think that there is a difference between the can and the glass, and we're, we're aiming we'll see to see what happens out. Yeah. here. It looks nice. It does. It's, it's that pale gold. Yeah, this definitely, as we've said before, it's a beer. It looks yeah. like a beer. There's no dispersions about it. Um, one thing I will add to your question about when's the last time you just kind of... Watched a movie in a carefree way. It, I would say that happens to me more with music, like when oh, a playlist is on like shuffle, and you know you're just kind of like listening to it in the background. But that to me is where I'm a little more like I don't really care who it is unless like it's so good that I'm like okay, hold on, I need to find out who this is. But yeah, I just don't really consume movies or frankly TV in that way because maybe it's because it's like the so visual. For me, yeah, that's fair. Know.
1: That's fair. That's that's an interesting take. Uh, I, I think it's also a little different because it's very rare. I think that you're thinking about there's not a lot. There's a few features, but a movie there's twenty, thirty different people in it. Whether they're in it for a minute or thirty-five minutes of screen yeah. time or the entire movie, and so people crop up and you're like, they look familiar when you're listening to to music, you kind of already know, right? You know who you're listening to, or who it at least sounds like. And so I think you might be able to just say, settle with, oh, I think this is Angels and Airwaves, so I don't need to look it up. <laughs> well, Tom DeLong has a
0: very distinct voice, so you definitely that's are fair. aware. That it's I think it. this
1: is Linkin Park.
0: <laughs> oh, Linkin Park. Linkin Park. You're going... <laughs> was not the band i was expecting. You to bring I, I, up right I I
1: don't now. know. They they've been in my <laughs> they've been banging around my head for a while.
0: What what are some of your favorite Linkin Park tracks?
1: Uh, dude, some of my favorite. First of all, Num is great. I was actually yeah. just doing this where I was going through the Linkin Park songs on the albums that I hadn't listened to in upwards of 8 years. Right. And I still like well, I was trying to figure out what the titles were, and so I'd go like 25 seconds in just singing the lyrics and then I'd be like that's it. Breaking the habit. Yeah, that one is a little bit faster, but breaking the habit's <laughs> I pretty great. Don't know how
0: it got this way. I'll never be alright.
1: That that reminds me. We used to
0: have like, um, we used to like have a group of friends that we would we would listen to a lot of music, but Linkin Park would come up a lot, and we would always trade off like who would do the rapping part and in the end, and who would do the chorus. Oh yeah, and no actually. one. Obviously, you wanted to do the rapping part because like. A lot of the people in the group couldn't sing, but. Not you. It would just be like, you know, a couple 10 year olds being like, one thing, I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard you try. Which (laughs) is absurd. Like, the
1: time period at which I listened to that might be like the most carefree I've been in my life. And I was just like, looking for reasons that my life was difficult. Yeah. One time
0: I was trying to learn um, a simple plan song. I know it's not the same band, but. Uh, it's the song called "Welcome to My Life" that has incredibly depressing lyrics. Yikes! And I was trying to write out the lyrics so I could learn how to sing and play it on my bass, and I just like left it out. And my dad found it, and he like pulled me aside. <laughs> oh, no. and was like, <laughs> "T Bone, is is everything okay? Like, what, what's going on?" I was like, "Oh no, this is just uh, another band song. I'm just trying to learn the lyrics. I I didn't write them." Oh my god! But yeah, you're you're right. There's definitely a, a huge detachment between the actual feelings I had and some of the music I listened to. That was, I don't know. I guess tapping into something else.
1: Yeah, I I agree with you uh, on that. Well, I guess I agree with myself. Yeah, <laughs> you brought it up. Um, I guess I'll also just add. Um, this tastes exactly the same. Exactly the same. It's refreshing. It looks good. Uh, it looks like pretty much what you'd expect di- a Disney characterization of beer to look like.
0: Yeah, it would be one of those like generic beers in a TV show or movie where they're like, I'll take a blue, blue, blue light, and then they just, you know, they don't like give it a brand name.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 which is weird. Yeah. Uh, let me get a beer, Mac.
0: I've also been told that prop beer on like TV shows is absolutely disgusting. Dude, I bet. Yeah, my, my uncle's an extra. He told me that.
1: I did, a, uh, I did a student film, and it called for me to take eight shots of whiskey. And instead, I took eight shots of unsweetened tea <laughs> because it looked similar to whiskey. Yeah. And they did 11 takes. So I had 88 <laughs> shots of unsweetened God. tea. Was it like all in a row in the scene? It was literally like... Wow! Yeah, it was it was wild. You had to be just gut busted by the end. I I peed. There were multiple breaks, but I I'd like to give my official comparison to this beer. Okay, you know, and a and this beer has brought back so many like childhood memories. It's made me feel like the kid that I was when I was watching The Sandlot, uh, or when I was playing baseball in my little. Farmington South uniform and just trying to figure out if I should wear my pants at the knee or all the way down to the ankle or halfway. And the last time, I think the only time I feel that way nowadays from a baseball perspective is when I'm watching the Home Run Derby. This beer is like watching the Home Run Derby. It is everything that you want. It's fun. It's players having a blast. It's little kids running onto the field. It's guys taking cell phone calls at the plate it's Ken Griffey Jr looking a little pudgy now but still the yeah. kid the kid is there. Yeah. And and it's just such a show and it makes me feel like a kid every time and that's it's weird to say that a beer makes you feel like a kid but it it does.
0: <laughs> I know I know what you're saying and I completely agree. I would also say this is this is like the most wholesome I've felt drinking a beer. <laughs> Um, I know it 's an adult activity, and you know there's obviously a lot of things that can go poorly when you drink beer, but like this just makes me feel good. It reminds me of home weirdly enough, but um for that reason
1: i 'm gonna give this a four out of five times, yeah, I wanna give it four out of five inches. i can't go much higher than that yeah uh it's just it 's the beer i didn't know I needed right now, yeah. You know, this
0: beer is, like, the friend who doesn't ever really, like, talk to you emotionally, but who just, like, give you, like, a good pat on the back every once in a while. And that's, like, the extent of the comfort you're going to get.
1: So I thought that this beer, you were going to say that this beer is, like, the friend who doesn't say anything, and then, like, when you need to, is just there for you to pour yeah, out another- emotionally, and you're like... What the hell? But like they're never gonna like share anything themselves, like, and it's never yeah, it's never right. gonna happen again. You're right. gonna like make eye contact, right. and both you're gonna know what happened, but you're <laughs> never gonna speak about it. Right? It's like something you just have in your brain forever.
0: Yeah, that's that's fair.
1: The Sandlot, baby. Yeah,
0: Sandlot. Also, if for some reason you haven't seen it, it's a classic for sure.
1: It's incredible. Yeah, it's absolutely. Uh, I recently also
0: James Earl Jones is in that movie. That's
1: what I was yeah, saying. Yeah. He does Star Wars and baseball. Apparently, that's it. <laughs> Field of Dreams. Yeah. Have you seen it, Tom? Yes. Well, that's that's important, if only because uh, the Yankees, and I believe your White Sox... That's right. ...are playing in a cornfield in Iowa. They are. It, it's either going to happen soon, or maybe it's already happened. Uh, I'm not sure. It's going to happen soon. It yeah. hasn't happened yet. It's about a week or two away. Yeah. Potentially. Potentially. or Or it's five <laughs> weeks in the past. We don't know. Or
0: you're listening to this 10 years in the future, and you're like, what the hell are you guys talking about? (laughs) You're just catching up.
1: Anyways, I think it might be time (laughs) to sign off.
0: I think it is. Uh, This was a good time. Um, And please, everyone, uh, subscribe to our show on Apple, Spotify. Follow us on Instagram. Write us a review on Apple if you want. Yeah, we'll read it. We've read some. Look it up. But until then, I'm Tom. And I'm Vince. This has been Friday Night Beers, where we have clear eyes full cans
1: must booze play ball everyone